The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Lamed Zayin. Today's Daf is being studied Lelu Nishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanehanu Begin Eden. Amen. Fu'ash Shalema Yosef Ben Sarah Rahamim Haim Ben Adel Vesarah Bat Rachel Enna Refaladahim Betoch Shah Chola Amo Yisrael. Amen. We begin today's Daf on Lamed Vav Amud Bet and we begin <coughs> on the bottom line. Ramele Rav Papa Bar Shemuel the Rabbi Yosef. So Rav Papa Bar Shemuel is a contradiction to Rabbi Yosef. Now we're discussing over here the opinion of the Yehuda. We learned in the Mishnah. Hashitav Rabbi Yehuda that said that if a lady is taken into captivity, we're able to assume that nothing happened to her, which means we don't assume that the guim violated her. That was Shita of Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah actually said that therefore she has kenas, which means therefore if a fellow is meanesa. You have to assume that she's a betula still, and since the law of kenas of uh, ones applies to betulot, a shivuya has a deen of kenas. So now the Gemara says that the Papa Bar Shemuel is the contradiction to Rabbi Yosef. Gemara says the Besavar Rabbi Yehuda bigdushata kaima. Does Rabbi Yehuda hold that the shivuya is bigdushata? That she remains uh, pure, that she, that she wasn't defiled. We have a brighter. A chinit gaida. You have a giyoret, that's a, a lady that converted. dam. And she saw dam nida on the day of her conversion. Rabbi Yudah holds Dayashata, which means she becomes Tameh from that point going forward, and we don't put any retroactive Tum'ah on her. Rabbi Yudah says, no, we treat her like all other ladies. And she becomes Tameh retroactively either from 24 hours before. Or from the last time she made a checking. <laughs> now, in order to understand the mahluk between the Biyudah and the Biyuseh, we must analyze a case of a regular Yisraelite lady. Before we get to the Giyoret. A regular lady that sees Dam. So the, the Torah says, once she sees Dam, of course she becomes Tame'anida. Whatever she touches, obviously is going to become Tameh. But the Hachamim, they came along, and they instituted a Tum'ah L'Mafraya. What's Tum'ah L'Mafraya? Retroactive, retroactive Tum'ah. What were they concerned about? Because they worried that dam that comes out of the Rechem uh, is not Tameh, Dafka when it comes out, 
it becomes tamer already from the time it comes out of the womb, which is it's possible it dislodged out of the womb earlier and didn't exit the body until later. And therefore the concern is that whatever she touched even before this blood exited the body could be already exited the womb which is higher up and therefore she is temeah. So how far did the rabbis go uh, to say? So they said, well, whatever she touched within 24 hours before she saw the tarot that she touched is called me'et la'et are going to become temeah. Or until the last time she checked and did not see blood. Let's say she made a bidika uh, within uh, 10 hours from the time that she saw. So at least you know from that 10 hours, from that point over there, she made a bidika and she didn't see. So that whatever she touched subsequently from the 10 hours on is going to be uh, teme'ah. She means the rabbis made a law, either me'at le'at or me'pikida le'pikida. Et is a 24 hours. Pekida, Pekida is from the last checking that she made. Whatever is the shortest period of time. That's the way they... The maximum would be 24 hours. Whatever is the shortest of the two periods, that's what the Hakamim said. So now we discuss the law of a Goya. So the Biyudah's opinion is she was a Giyoret. She converted. She saw blood on the day of her conversion. So what did the Biyudah say? Daya shata means her time is enough. Meaning, whatever she touches going forward from the time that she sees, then already you, you say it's timah. Now, how come you don't put any retroactive on her? Look at that she. Daya shata. Velo gazrubat tumat me'et le'et letamet tarot shenagah ba'en mish'at tevila ad sha'at re'iya. Which means, we're not going to say that we're going to retroactive her and say that whatever she touched within 24 hours from the time that she went to the mikveh to make her uh, conversion that uh, from that time on everything that she touched will become to me why? because what are you concerned about? that the blood exited her body now but maybe 24 hours before it dislodged from the womb so what? you're worried that the walls of the rechem was holding it that's the logic of Benot Yisrael. She was a Goya. So therefore, what are you worried about? That the blood was dislodged from before? So it's Dam Behema. Dam Behema is not Metame. Vim Tomar, Ni Ushem Meshetabla Neikar, Viyatsa Miyad. So which is fine. So you don't want to go 24 hours. So at least go from the time she converted. Which means, if she converted at 7 o'clock in the morning, then now she saw the blood at 8 o'clock in the morning, at least retroactive uh, one hour, because at 7 already she was Jewish. And then maybe it was near a car an hour before. So that she says, The whole business of going backwards is... She gives a cloud. Where the 24 hour rule is intact, 
then the rabbis would go in also on the pikidah, the pikidah from the last checking. However, if the 24 hour rule doesn't apply, nothing applies. So therefore, in this case, the 24 hour rule doesn't apply because 24 hours before already she was a goya. So therefore, nothing applies. So therefore, we're not going to even say that we retroactively mitamer from the time of her conversion. Because that's the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. So again, a giyoret, that's so blood, she's mitamer adafka. Uh, from her time and on. Whereas the Biyoseh comes along and says, No, we treat her like all regular ladies, which means he teaches her, he treats her the regular, uh, the regular way. Which means we put the Tum'ah uh, on her. Now, of course, even though you cannot put the 24-hour rule on her, because she was a uh, <coughs> guya at that time, but just because you don't put the 24-hour rule on her, doesn't mean you don't put the the mipikida lepikida, from the last checking, or from the last time that you uh, can put on her. So in this case, somebody will metameh from the time that she converted. Because maybe you have to assume that uh, the blood got stuck in the kotle adecham. That's the way the Tosafot understands the Biyoseh. That we're not going to put the 24-hour rule on her, but we will put from the time of the conversion. Good. Now let's continue the next uh, rule. Once she converts, the three-month rule kicks in. What's the three-month rule? Three-month rule says that she cannot get married till she waits the period of time that's called Havchana, to make sure that she's not pregnant. Because if she's going to get married in three months, could be she was pregnant already from before she converted, and now you're not going to know exactly who the child belongs to. But after three months already, a lady starts to show, and therefore, you have to wait three months. Rabbi Yosef says she can get married right away. She does not have to wait the three-month period. We'll see in the Gemara, why not? But the question of the Gemara is as follows. You just told me to be Yehuda that a shivuya, a lady that's taken into captivity, that's the Israelite, that's taken into captivity, you're not hoshesh that anything happened, that she didn't do anything in the okay. captivity. But over here you see what? When it comes to a giyoret, she has to wait the three-month period. Implying what? That a giyoret, before she converts, she went with somebody. So therefore the Gemara at this point is asking a question from a giyoret to a shivuya. That if a giyoret, she has to wait three months, that assumes what? That she was with somebody before she converted. Also, just like a giyoret, you have to assume that she was with somebody, that's why you have to wait three months. So the Chavra Shivuya is the same. So the Gemara is, Amar leh, giyoret ha-shivuya karamit? You're asking a question from giyoret ha-shivuya? What's the, what's, the, what's the comparison? Giyoret, lo mintera nafsha. Shivuya mintera nafsha. Which means a giyoret, there's no reason she should protect herself. She's not watching herself. There's no reason why she shouldn't have a bi'ah. Meshachin is shivuyah. She's protecting herself. She doesn't want to have a bi'ah. So therefore she's going to protect herself and do anything she can in her ability not to have a bi'ah when she's taking the captivity. What's the, what's the question? So Tosafot over here just makes the question, just so you can have a Havamina a little better. <coughs> so Tosafot uh, gives a little better Havamina. That by a Giyoret, that let's say um, knows that she's going to convert. So once a Giyoret knows she's going to convert, 
you will could assume that she'll stop having a biyah because now she knows she's going to, going to become uh, Jewish and she doesn't want to be uh, pregnant and mistama she didn't have relations for a certain period of time uh, before the conversion and still Rabbi Yudaz Hoshesh that what? that she did that what? and therefore she has to wait three months why? because a person that's found by the Goyim it's impossible that they didn't uh, go with her since she's still Goya, even though she has a reason not to have a Bi'ah, but rule, you buy the Goyim, something's going to happen. Also, Shibuya, who's also by the Goyim, uh, something's going to happen. So that was the question, according to what uh, understands. And the answer, still, she is not watching herself, because she has really nothing to protect herself because of. She's really allowed to go with the uh, Goyim at that point. But she's going Shibuya, she's protecting herself, she doesn't want to go with the uh, Goyim. Good, so that question is not a question. Ali Badr Biuda. Shivuya Shivuya. But the Gemara says we're going to ask a contradiction from Shivuya to Shivuya. Why? The Tanya, we have a brighter. Hagiyorit the Shivuya the Shifcha. It's later they converted, later it's in captivity, and the Shifcha Kanaanit. Shinivdu, they were redeemed. That's talking about the Shivuya, she was redeemed from captivity. Vishnid Gayiru, let's talk about the Goyadat converted. Vishnish Tahriru, let's talk about an Ashifhakana Anitat was freed. Yiterot al Benot Gimel Shanim Viyomehad. Right? If she is more than three years old and one day, which we know that already if she had a relation, the Bitlin are not coming back. Sidikot Lamtin Gimel Hadashim. So they have to wait three months. Devre Rabbi Yuda. In this case, so the three years is showing you that after three years already she can, let's say, uh, uh, conceive. And therefore, she has to wait three months before she wants to get married. Now, here's the question. A Shivuya Rabbi Yehuda says. Shivuya, you're telling me what? That when she's taken into captivity, before she wants to get married, she's got to wait three months. What does that tell you? That she, was, she doesn't remain in the captivity. And who made that statement? The Biuda. Oh, so now you have a direct contradiction from Shivuya to Shivuya, Alibadri Biuda. So comes again what says. Now, we should point out, uh, I'd like to make a correction. Even though a kitana cannot get pregnant at three years old, but the hachami made a gizera kitana atu gedola. She cannot get pregnant at three years old. The point of the three years and one day is to tell me that hachami went so far to say that even three years old, she has to wait three months. Gizera, when she becomes a gedola, she'll be able to become pregnant. That's the way that she understands. Now, Comes again and says, so when he asked him that question, okay, this is the Papa Bar Shemuel asking Rabbi Yosef. So when the Papa Bar Shemuel asked Rabbi Yosef this question, what was Rabbi Yosef's reaction? Ishtik. He was quiet, he didn't have an answer. Amadle. So he tells him, this is, uh, Rabbi Papa tells Rabbi Yosef, Midi Shami Alach Beha. Did you hear, uh, did you hear anything about the subject? Which is, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yosef tells the Papa Shemuel. The Papa Yosef didn't have an answer, he was quiet. So he tells the Papa Shemuel, do you have an answer? Did you, did you, did you hear anything about this uh, subject? Amar leh, hachi amar Yes, Rav has an answer. 
Shina'ua Shinnibailah. The case is talking about, you know why she has to wait three months? Because we have uh, witnesses that saw in captivity that she was Nibailah. Oh, so already once you have witnesses that saw that she was Nibailah, uh, so then of course she's going to have to wait uh, three months. It's not a regular case. It's a case where there was, uh, where there was witnesses. So that was Nibailah. And therefore she has now, that means they must have seen her Nibailah. And now, from the time that she was she was, let's say, freed. So from that time, you have to wait three months in order to be Bavchim. Kimbala says, If that's the case, So what's the last of Rabbi Yosef now? Because Rabbi Yosef, you don't have to wait three months. What are you talking about? Now it's not even a safik. Now you know she had a bi'ah. And what did Rabbi Yosef say? Te'ares miyad. Kasabar Rabbi Yosef, Isha Mizana Mishamech Mishameshit Bimoch Shedotet Aber. The lady, when she's involved in Znut, she doesn't want to get pregnant. So what does she do? She uses a moch. Moch is a sponge. So that she learns over there, what is the shot of the sponge? That after the bi'ah, she takes the moch and she sticks it in over there in order to absorb all the shikmat zera, in order that it shouldn't uh, be kolet, it should not uh, impregnate her. So therefore, they're coming along to say that uh, this shibuya, even if you have witnesses that uh, she was with the uh, goyim, doesn't matter. She has a uh, moch, and uh, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna protect herself, and she should not become uh, pregnant. So the Gemara says, "Bishlama giyurit, kevan de data leigiyure minteran nafsha." Good. I can understand the giyurit. She knows she's gonna convert. So therefore, the Biyusin does not mandate the three-month period because even if she has a Biyam before, yeah. she's going to use a Moch because she doesn't want to get uh, pregnant. I can understand that. Shivuya name mamtuna. I can understand the Shivuya also. She doesn't know where they're going to bring her to. Because even though she's in captivity now, it's possible they're going to end up bringing her to another Jewish community somewhere and she's going to become redeemed. So she doesn't want to become... She doesn't give up hope. And therefore, she's hoping that she's going to be brought to a place where it's going to be Yehudim, therefore she'll also use a moch. Good. However, shifha nameh, even a shifha. Why would a shifha use a moch when she's still a shifha? <coughs> because she hears from her master that he's about to free her. So therefore she has an indication that she's going to be free. Become Jewish once she's free. So therefore before that time she's going to use a moch. Which means like this, so long as you can assume that the girl, the lady had a preparation, she knew it was uh, coming, the freedom, or she's assuming that she's going to be taken to uh, a place where there's Jews, the way that she says, right, the people are going to come by her. Good. And what the Gemara says, but what about a shifcha that goes out b'shen ve'ayin? We have a law that says, if let's say uh, the master hits the uh, shifcha, okay, and her tooth comes out, she goes out automatically at that moment. Well, let's say she, her eye becomes damaged. She becomes free at, uh, uh, on the spot. Mm. Now, in that case over there, she had no warning. So therefore, why would Rabbi Yosef say in that case over there, that a blanket statement, shifcha, no problem, we have to wait three months. Well, why not? In this case, she had no knowledge that she was going to go out free until two seconds later when her uh, tooth fell out. 
So therefore, it could be she was pregnant from before. So therefore, and she wasn't Meshamit to Bimoch. So the Torah says, "Vechi teemad kol mimela lo amar Rabbi Yosef." And maybe you'll answer me. You're right. When it's mimela, meaning when it happened automatically without any warning, maybe Rabbi Yosef wasn't talking about such a case. Well, hare anusa umfuta. What about a case of anusa? Anusa, a lady that was raped, right? Or mefuta seduced. The mimela that happened without any warning, vetanya. Anusa umfuta srichot lamtin shvosha kodashim dever biyuda. Rabbi Yosef matid haritzli nase miyad, which we still in that case over there by an anusa. Rabbi Yosef is matid for to get married immediately, and therefore she had no prior warning to to, to that situation. So give her answers. Ela amar raba kasabar. Rabbi Yosef isha mezana. Metapechet Kedeshelot et aber Which means Not the moch situation Because In the moch situation You're right What about an anusa? She had a moch with her? No, no, no advanced uh, knowledge uh, The answer is No, not leave the moch business That a lady that Is involved in, in znut What does she do right after the bi'ah? She turns over She's metapechet Why? In order for the zera to drain out, in order not to be kolet, not to be in So therefore, even in anusa, you know she had no warning after. What does she do right after? You know she don't have a mocha with her, but she'll turn over. So she won't get pregnant either. Let's say, uh, even though, let's say she has no idea that she's getting freed, but still, whenever she's having a bi'ah, she uh, is mitapechet. And therefore, we're not concerned that she's going to become pregnant. That's she. All the ladies do this. And therefore, since you're not worried about uh, the lady becoming pregnant in such a case, it's okay to marry her immediately. Oh, so now the question is, what about a biuda? If ladies are metapechet, so then uh, why, why, why do you have to wait three months? So the Gabbara says, Ve'idach! You're worried that didn't work That maybe she didn't do it the right way And therefore the zina didn't come out And she got pregnant And therefore she'll have to wait the three month period Comes the Gemaran continues We learned in our Mishnah That if let's say a person went uh, was was a lady that he's Hayav Mitah on. Mitah Veti. For example, Hayav Serefa. The Mishnah gave examples of that. For example, let's say a lady went with Al Baal Bito. Al Bat Bito. Al Bat Benom. All those cases over there. And Laim Knas. Why no Knas? Because the Mishnah said, since already he's Mit Hayav Benafshol. We have a rule, oh, mm-hmm. So the Gemara brought a proof of that. How do you know you don't get two punishments? You don't get vita and pay? Because the Pasuk says, What was that proof? So I said, a guy, let's say, uh, was having a fight with somebody, and uh, instead of hitting the guy, he hit a lady. Okay? And when a pregnant lady, and uh, it says, If, let's say, she didn't die, so therefore, if she didn't die, there's no death penalty on him. Then anosh yanish. Then he really has to pay. Implying what? If she does die, then he doesn't pay. Why? Because if she dies, he's hayav mita. So therefore, we see the law of enomet u'mishaneh from a pasuk of velo yeh ason. 
So comes the Gemara and says, Do you know that law of Enomet to Mishalem from that Pasuk? We know it from somewhere else. From where? Which we learned earlier. The Pasuk says, That you punish a person according to his Resha, according to the bed that he did. So we learn Rishato singular. Mishum Rish'a Ahat Ata Mahayibo, Viyata Mahayibo Mishum, Shte Rish'ayot. You only Mahayib a guy for one Rish'ut and not two. So therefore, yeah, you have a person correct to teach me this law that what? Enomet, Bumishalem. So the Gemara says, no, Hada Bimita Umamon, the Hada Bimalkut Umamon. Do the varieties, which means the Pasuk of Veloye Ason is teaching me where there's Mita and Mamon. And the Pasuk of Kedirish Atos teach me where there's Malkut and Mamon. They teach me what? That Malkut and Mamon, Loke Veno Mishalem. Mita Vemamon, Met Veno Mishalem. Now the only question is, why would you need two different Dirashot to teach me one for Mita and one for Malkut? The point is, you should tell me, it's one, you just tell me once, I got the rule. You don't, whenever there's another punishment with the Mamon, you don't pay. What do you need a special person for Mitan Mamon and Malkut Mamon? So the Gemara says, You need both. If you're going to tell me Mitan Mamon, that why you only get the Mitan and you don't get Mamon, Mishum Diika Ibud Neshama. So I'll tell you because you're killing the guy. So that's Ibud Neshama. And that's the Onish Hamur. And if I tell you, when you're giving the guy such an Onish Hamur, alright, you let him off with the monetary. Because you're killing the guy. However, aval malkutu mamon deleka ibud neshama emalo. Remember, I giving you only malkut where you're not killing the guy. So therefore, maybe give him both. Kamash malan? No. I'll go the other way. Vi ashmeinan malkutu mamon. But if you tell me that by malkutu mamon, I'll tell you know why. Mishum delo hamir isure. I'll tell you because he didn't do such a hamur isur, meaning an isur that's punishable by malkut is not such a stringent isur. Therefore, I'll tell you in that case, just let him pay, uh, just, uh, just let him get the uh, malkut, give him one uh, punishment, and he can be off the hook with the money. Aval mitau mamon, but when he does a sin that's punishable by mita, the hamir isure, that the isur is hamur, ema lo, I might say what? Give him both. Tzricha. To tell me what? No. Even my mita, you only give him one punishment, the more stringent one. Good. Comes the Gemara and asks, Udre Rabbi Meir, De'amar lokeu mishalem. Now we learned Shittat Rabbi Meir. Very important Shittat. Rabbi Meir, all throughout Shas, a guy gets malkut and he pays. So coin him tartilamali. So what do you need both pesukim for? Which means coin him, you only need the pesukah velo ye ason. To teach me that enomet u mishalem. But we really need Kedirish Ato according to him. Because really according to Rabbi Meir, yeah, loke, umeshalem. So Gibra says, Hada bimita umamon. One of the below, you ask for mita umamon. That what? That you don't get both. Vehada bimita umalkut. The other one is not the malkut umamon. Because malkut umamon, you get both. The other person, Kedirish Ato, I think, is referring to a case where a guy did avon. With Hayab Mita and a Malkut. He did a, an item where you be Hayab two things. Mita and Malkut. And the Hadush of the Pasuk is to tell me you only get Mita, you don't get the Malkut. So when you have a Mita and Mamon, you get Mita. 
When you have mita and malkut, you get mita. But when you have mita, uh, malkut and mamun, according to Bimir, you get both. So comes the Gemara and says, what do you need two dirashot for that for? Vitsiricha. Why do I need one pasuk for uh, mita and mamun and mita and malkut? So the Gemara says, Vitsiricha. You need, uh, you need both. Why? Because if you just told me mita umamon and you tell me what that you get mita in that case, I'll say mishum dehada begufe dehada bemamone lo avdinan. Because it's two different punishments. One is on the guy, mita is on the guy, and mamon is in his pocket. So therefore, it's two different punishments. I'm saying, listen, since it's two different punishments, one is a mita, one is a mamon. Give the guy one. And uh, finished. About the mitau malkut, the mitau malkut, the idi, the idi begufer, mitau's on the guy's body, and malkut's on the guy's body. I would say like this: Ema mita arichtahi. I might just say, you know what? It's all one long death, and therefore v'naabid be. Maybe I would say do both. Kamash malam that even in a mitau malkut you only do one. Mm-hmm. Now go the other way. Vi ashminan mitau malkut. Now we say sevara afuka. If you're gonna tell me mitau malkut, you know what? I'll tell you only give one. The tarti begufel lo avdinan. Because you're not gonna give the guy two punishments on his body. Give the guy one punishment on his body. The mita, and he'll be off with the malkut. Aval mitau mamon. But when it comes to mitau mamon, the hada begufel, the hada bemamone, ima nabid be. But when it came to mitau mamon, when one is on his body and one is in his pocket, I might think you do both. Sericha. Okay, good. So therefore, that's the Hadush of the Bimir. Now the Gemara goes on, and it's Doresh a Pasuk. Okay, the Pasuk is like this. V'lo tikhu chofer lenefesh rotsayah. Now literally it means, kofer is the money. Do not take money for the nefesh rotsayah, for a murderer. Now we're understanding this to mean that if a guy commits uh, murder, don't take money from him. Which is mashma, he doesn't have to compensate the yorshin. Meaning what? Because you're giving the guy the death penalty. So they let him take his death penalty and he's off the hook with the, uh, with the money. Uh, so what do you see from here? So what do you need this pasuk for? Already we have Pasukim for this. We have the Pasuk of Eloi Asan for this. So therefore the Gemara is asking, now we have a third Pasuk. Lechara's Pasuk is extra. So the Gemara says, Lamali. De'amar Rahmana. So the Gemara says, the Pasuk is saying like this. Lo tishkol mamona mine v'tiftere miketala. Don't let the guy pay his way out of his death sentence. Which means if the nefesh rotsayah wants to come along and say, listen, I'll pay uh, money to the family, please just, you know, can you, can you get me off the uh, hook? No, lo tichokofer. Nefesh rotsayah, he's got to get his uh, death penalty. Do not take money in lieu of a, uh, a sentence. Lashi. Right? Lot from Kofir, Mashman, Name, Imtargenu, Lotash, Tanchenu, Bimamun. Right? It's Mashman from the Pasuk. If you're going to give him the death penalty, he doesn't pay. Well, we know that already. 
that's the answer. so the Pasuk is saying, Lot Kukofer. Again, do not take money to a guy Lanus Ilin Miklato. And that's Masra Wat. So you don't give him two punishments. You don't make him pay compensation to the family and go to Galut. Masra, you only let him go to Galut. So the Kibbutz Lamali. Same question. What do you mean? Of course, you don't give two punishments. I thought we established that already. The Kibbutz now. Deamar Rahmana, Lot Tishkol Mamona Mine Vetifterim in Galut. Same point. Do not take money from him. In order to buy his way out from going to Galut. If it would say, I'll kill Mr. Gig, he's got to go to Galut. We're not going to let him say, I'll pay money to the family, just let me uh, stay home. No, you cannot take money. So now basically we have two Pesukim. One says, you don't take money to protect a guy from Ayubita. And one person says, you don't take money to protect a guy from Galut. So the Gibraltar says, Vitre Kerae Lamali. What are you both Pesukim for? So the Gibraltar says, Had Bishogeg. Vehad be mezid, which is why you need one pasuk by shogeg and one pasuk by mezid. Mesirich, you need. Dei ashmeinan mezid. If you gave me the regular case where a guy killed be mezid, mishum dehamid isure. I say, you know why he can't buy his way out? Because already isur hamur. The guy killed be mezid. Aval be shogeg delo hamid isure emalo. But maybe a case where a guy only killed be shogeg. I might say, you know what, maybe if he pays his way out, uh, we'll, let him, uh, we'll let him get off. Now go the other way. If you're going to tell me the case of Shogeg, I'll tell you, you know what? Mishum deleka ibud neshama. So listen, you can't buy your way out because you're not going to die. So never go uh, in the uh, galut. I'm not going to let you buy your way out to save yourself from an exile. Aval mezid ibud neshama. But in the case of mezid... His life is on the line. He's going to die. So maybe I'll say to save your life, you can uh, pay to, to save your life. Emalo tzilicha. Therefore, we need that pesukim. Even ayuv mita, we do not have a uh, opportunity to buy his way out. Okay, good. Now the Gemara comes along and makes another pasuk in the same subject. Vela'ales lo yichupar ladam asher shupach ba kiim bedam. Which means the Pasuk is like the only way that they can eat kapara for a guy that spilled somebody's blood is how? With the blood of the one that spilled it. Which means he needs to he needs to die. Which is mashma. Money is not gonna it's not gonna fix it over here. So the Gibra says Lamali, what do you need this Pasuk for? I thought we just learned already. Now you tell me the only way it can be kapara is ki'im bedam shofecho. Right, that she says, ki'im bedam shofecho, ve'lo pepidyon mamon. Lamali, melotekel kofer nafka. But we just point this from melotekel uh, kofer. So Yabara says, meva'e le You need it for the following uh, b'raita. Uh, you know the case of Egla Arufa. 
somebody have a uh, body, right? Be the dead body between two uh, cities, and lono kal. You don't know who murdered him, so the rabbis have to come along and measure uh, what the body is to the closest city, and that closest city has to go. The zikinim bring a a to a certain river, and they have to say yadenu lo shafechu. They have to ask for kapara, and they. Uh, they break the neck of the Eglah uh, Rufa, and that's Kapala for them. So the deal is like this. Minayin she'im nit'arefa Eglah. Ve'aharkat nimsa'a oreg. And then they found the murderer. Minayin she'in potrin oto. How do you know you don't potter him? Because you might argue and say, well, so you have Kapala already, they, 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 they slaughtered the, uh, the Eglah Rufa. So therefore that pasuk is teaching a new hadush. That what? That even though Igla Arufa was brought, the guy still got to die. So it's nothing to do with money now. It's still about Igla Arufa. Look at that sheet. She lomar kapir when you don't know who did it. So maybe I'll say, okay, well, at that point you don't know who did it. So therefore, maybe it's Mechaper Kamash Malan. It's only Mechaper until the guy actually dies. So comes Gabbanan says, by Eglah Arufa, the Pasuk says that even after you bring the Eglah Arufa, still it says, and you must eradicate uh, which means if you find the Rotsayah, uh, you got to kill him. So what do you need this Pasuk that we just quoted again? Which is you must eradicate uh, the, the innocent blood. You got to find the Rotsayah. So, so obviously it's not Mechaper after you put the Eglah Arufa. That's the Gabbara's question. That she says, And that's after the Arifa. So Gabbara said, No. How do we know that a person that's Hayav, Mitat Saif? That's one of the punishments over here. Let's say somebody's a murderer. The punishment is Saif, which is a punishment of the sword. So the Gibbara says, how do you know that the sword, you do it by the savar? You kill the guy by the neck. Tamud Lomar, ve'ata teba'ir adama naki mikirbecha. Hukshu kol shofke damim le'igla arufa. Ma le'halan. Mena savar, av shofke damim mena savar. Which is just like igla arufa. Where do you kill the igla from? From the neck. So too, when it says that I mean, the same way you kill the igla, that's the way you're going to kill the rotzim. So from that pasuk, we learn from where do you kill a rotzayah from the neck? Comes Gemaran says, "I malehalan bekofitz." So maybe if you're already making connections, so maybe that just like igla arufa, use a big knife. To hack the head of the Eglah. Uh, and you also hit him from the back of the neck. Afkan bekofitz umimul 
Oref. So maybe to buy a mitat herig, you're going to use a kofit, an axe, and a uh, the back of the neck. Amar Rab Nachman, Amar Rababar Abu, Amar Kera, Ve'avda L'Re'acha Kamocha. And what do you learn from Ve'avda L'Re'acha Kamocha? Beror lo mitayafa. From here we learn, even Samet's Hayab Mitayin Betin, you have to choose for him the dignified or the easiest or the, the less painful of the deaths. And therefore, we even him now. Because once already he's getting punished, he's bichal re'aycha. Even though he committed a sin. Now he's accepting his punishment, so he's re'aycha now. You have to treat him uh, with, the, with, the, with the right way. Good. Now she says, mitayafa, besayif, umisada simmanim. You kill him in the front of the neck by the simmanim. Why? Shiamut maher. In order that he dies uh, quickly. Okay. Right. As she says, "Beror lo mitayafa umei ta'ama lo avashemina min asavar." You still don't know the neck over there. The im yitchav sakim bilibo avirami mitayafa. You would have put a knife in his heart, so you kill him immediately. It also would have been mitayafa. Uh, so that's why you need the pasuk of. Uh, to say it's from the neck because there could be another mitayafa by the heart itself very good okay comes the Gemara continues okay it says in the Torah like this let's say somebody's hayab mita okay kol herim ashir yahoram mina adam lo yipadeh which means it sounds like this. Anybody that's uh, and this is more chumak the other person. Just mash for anybody that's hayav mita. We will not accept any payment. Call hayim lo yahoram. He wants to give a tashlum. He wants to give a payment. We'll we'll not accept the payment. Elawat substitution or restitution for his debt. Elawat more chumak. So the Gemara says lamali. Ready? We have the pasuk of lo tichon kofir and nefeshot sayah. Right? That's So, kol hayrim. Anybody that's hayab mita, asher yahoram min adam, that's hayab, lo yipadeh. Lo yipadeh means he cannot redeem himself. Meaning, when we'll take a money payment. Ela what? Mochumat. We need that from, we know it from already, lo tikhu kofir. Right? So the Gemara says, You need that pasuk for the following derasha. Minayin liyotze learig. The guy that taken him out to kill, to die. Ve'amar ehad erko alai. The guy comes along and says, I accept upon myself to pay to the bit of Mikdash this guy's value. The guy that's going out to get killed. Everybody has a certain erich, uh, a certain value. So he says, "Irko alay Rashi, va'afati she'erich eno lefi damim il lefi shanim." Now, normally the Torah already gave us a clear um, chart of exactly how much everybody's erich is worth according to the age of the person. Which means this erich is not how much he's worth if you sold him on the market. Every male or female, based on his age, has a certain standard erich. Lo amar klum, that she says. Because this pasuk over here comes along and says, once the guy's hayab mita, 
He has no erich. How do you know that from? Minayin shelo amar klum. How do you know he said nothing? Shneemar kol herem asher yachoram, which means kol herem. A guy, let's say, made something hikdish. Asher yachoram min adam lo yipade, which means once already he's guilty. And a person, let's say, wants to donate something uh, to Hegdesh, based on this guy's value, no, you don't have to redeem it. Which means, uh, it's worthless. Uh, what about, let's say, before Gebardi, before they uh, sentenced him? From part of the people, but not all of the people. Which is Mashba, before Gebardi, he has a value. Therefore, if you say, uh, this ayrich of this guy's on me, you have to pay whatever his worth is. But once you read his gemardin, lo yipadeh, does not have to be redeemed. Okay, so that's that. Urabi hananya ben akabya de amar ne'irach. But according to the hananya ben akabya, he says, no, there is an ayrich that you have to pay. Why? Bepneh damav kitsubim. Because bottom line, the price is already established. What does mean? His price is established. But Torah lefishanim velod damid omir damav alai the damim endo. Aval erich yeshlo, which means that Hanayim lekavas says there's a difference between saying damav alai or erki alai. If you would have said damav alai, his worth he has no worth now. How much could you sell this guy for? He's on death row. So damav endo, but erich. He, the Torah tells us what Eric is a guy that's this age. It's not just selling him. The Torah tells me a guy that's uh, this age over has a certain value. So according to him, what do we need this pasuk of Kol Harem? So he said, We need it for the following brayta. A guy, let's say, that's Hayav That's a case of, let's say, uh, a guy's an ox and The ox uh, was warned already And it went and it killed somebody Now you never kill a person for the actions of his animal but if the animal killed, so that owner is now chayav mita bideshamayim. So the deen is, how do you know shenotnim mamonu mitkaped lahem that they can pay and they can get off the mita sheneemar im kofer yushat alav? If you put a kofer, kofer is a, a payment on him. So the end of the pasuk says v'natan pidyon nafsho, which means he can be poor himself with a payment. Yachol Afi de Adamkin. Oh, so I might have thought just like Mitabi de Shamaim, you could buy, you could pay yourself out. So to Mitabi de Adam, Tabudomar, Herem, Mina Adam, Loyipade. Meaning a death that comes with the Adam, Loyipade. The only Ela Mitot Hamurot, Shelon Nitna Shigatan Kapara. Which is, I might have think, well, maybe only Averot. That are considered mitot hamurot. That what? Shelon nitna shigigata lekapara. Let's read the mimuatim bidei shamayim. Kegon, mi shalag shoro etanefesh. That is a shor killed somebody. Dichti be yumat. Velo mitat beddin. 
When it says Yumat over there, when the guy sure killed, it's not Mitat Betin. Tenaf Kalam Besanedrin, Mot Yumat Makeh, Rotseyahu, Al Ritzihato Atta Horgo, Viata Horgo Al Ritzihat Shoro. You never kill a guy on the Sihat Shoro. Vayumat Bideshamayim. Yachol. Afri Bibitot Betin Yivdu Bibamon. Tabodomar, Herem and Adam. Adam, Shmehuyaf Herem. And Adam, that's Mehuyaf Herem. That's Mehuyaf and death penalty. Which means the Pasuk just tells you that when a person dies, uh, you can't pay. Well, didn't tell me what type of bedding. So, which means maybe it's only going to go on what? Mitot hamurot umayni ukegon haoseh hamura beabiv. What's considered mitah hamura? A guy that say go put some blemish uh, in his father, causes his father, bruises his father, or gonev nefesh misrael, or let's say he, uh, he kidnaps uh, a Jewish person. She'en kapara ketuba b'shigigato, which means if a guy does these types of avonot b'shogeg. There is no kaparafim, which is the Torah doesn't say like bring a korban or something like that. She'en karet bizdono de lehayev hatat b'shigigato, which is you have a rule like this: yeah. that any avon that there's no karet b'mezid, there's no hatat b'shogeg. Understand? Which means if there's karet bezadon, so then there's b'shogeg, there is a hatat. So I might have thought, what this is considered. However, mitot kalot. What does mitot kalot mean? A type of punishment that's as a kapara b'shogeg. That what? Shinitnat shigatam the kapara. I mean, how do you know also that what such a mitah? For example, Shabbat. Shabbat will be considered mitah kala. In what sense? Because if a person did the Shabbat b'shogeg, you can get off. How could you get off? Bring a korban. So I might have thought, types of Averot, that if you get a mitad beti, but it's a type of mitad, that if you did a bishogeg, you'd be a, you'd be acquitted because of the Qur'an. Maybe that we could uh, pay yourself off. Tamud Omar, kol harem. What does the call come and teach me? Any type of uh, death that a person is getting uh, from a beti, he cannot buy himself off. Rashi mitot kadot. Hainu, kol mitot amurot bem karet, azedono. Belo atra'a, yesh kapara, b'shikigata, b'hatat kegon, avodat kukavim, okay, avodat zelah is an example, Shabbat is an example, arayot, ina mer rotseyah, she yesh kapara, she kato begalut, even rotseyah, he has kapara also, not with korban, but he has kapara with galut, so he went into uh, exile, so therefore the haitush of Rabbi Hananiah ben Akabiah is, that the basuk of kol hainim is teaching me what? Kol hainim. So therefore there is a difference between mitabi de shamayim, and mitat beti, mitabi de shamayim, kofen yushat alaf, if it's animal gourd, and killed somebody, you can pay. Pay, compensate, you don't get mitabi de shamayim. Mitat beti, mitat beti, there's no way of paying yourself out. Oh, maybe only mitat beti that are hamurot, that don't allow themselves to be mikhupar if you did it b'shogeg. No, kol khairib. That what? All types of, I mean, even mito, even avirot uh, kalot. Right? That mitot kalot, where you can get kapara for the shogek. Comes the Gibran says, Velo mimela, melot chukofer, shamat mine. 
Which means, didn't we learn already this inyan from the Pasuk of Lotik Hukofir? What did it say? Lotishkol Mamona Mine Vitiftere. Which means already you told me this already. When a guy is Hayav Mita, do not take money from him and be put him. Now, what are we talking about over here? A Rotsayah. And the Rotsayah is a case of what? A Mita Kala. Where the person gets. Uh, if he doesn't be mezid, he's chayav mita. And if he doesn't be shogeg, there's kapara in galut. Mm-hmm. And the person goes to be even for mita kala, you can't take a payment. So, so therefore, what do you need the pasuk of kol hayren? Mm-hmm. Answer the question. Look at that sheet. Velo memela shamat la melot kumkofen hagaberot seya ketiba. That's written by rot seya. Vinetna kapara shegigato. So the Gemara says, It's tarikh. You need both pesukim. Which is, if I just would have had the pesuk of velotich hukofer, right? I would say, I would say that that's only in a case where the guy who killed his friend Bemezid, he killed him Derich Aliyah. Which means, there's two ways of killing a person. Either where the hand is going uh, up, or where the hand is going down. Mm. So the Gavara says, I would have done that person who was talking about Dafka, where you killed him Derich Aliyah, Shilon Nitna Shigigato Lechapara. Which is in this case over here, if a person killed him, Derich Aliyah, there's no Kapara and Galut. Which means when a guy kills Derich Aliyah, we don't look at that Shogeg as atonable uh, to go to uh, Galut. There's two ways of killing. When a guy kills uh, Derich Aliyah, so that's more of a Mezid. There's different types of Shogegs. You have a Shogeg that's Karov the Mezid. And therefore, maybe I would have thought that which type of Rotsayah doesn't have a chance to get a kapara, therefore you cannot buy yourself out. That's what Rotsayah that killed Derich Aliyah, where if he did it Bishogeg, Bishogeg is no kapara for Galut in such a case. But when he killed him, Derich Yiridah. So in that case, there is kapara Bishogeg, if he did Bishogeg. That any type of death, whether we kill the Ben Bederich Aliyah, Ben Bederich Yerida, there is going to be uh, no kapara, which he cannot buy himself out. Look at the dashi, Hani Mile. Which means. Waving his hand from behind him, he killed him. Because we have a special pasuk. When it comes to galut, the pasuk says, The only time a guy goes to goes, if he, let's say, he killed him, so therefore, I would have thought that what? Maybe a rotseyah. There's two different rotseyah. Which direction did he kill him in? If he killed him, Derek Aliyah, I would have said, you know, that guy over there, he, he cannot uh, get, uh, cannot pay his way out. You know why? Because if he did the same action, Bishogeg, there's no Galut. Oh, that's considered uh, Hamura. And therefore, I'll tell you what, this guy cannot pay. But maybe when he killed the guy, Bishogeg, Derek Yiridah, whereas if he did Bishogeg, he would have a Galut. Maybe that guy could pay himself, Karmash Malan. Any type of way where the guy killed his hayab, he does not be able to pay his way out.